you sane enough to look and see what's happening in front of you yeah. and make the right decision. Even if you're godless without the Holy Spirit, there's some things that you kind of have to acknowledge. Up is up, down is down. Left is left and right is right. To plausible foolishness, which that's not the name of the show anymore. God, yeah. listen. First of all, don't beat yourself yeah. up. It is that is, that was the beginning. Okay, that was getting off the gray. We're getting off the white now. So we just gotta own it and uh, go from there. You yes. feel me? Yes. Still Gandalf, bro. Let's it's still Gandalf, dog. Let's start it again. <laughs> Welcome to the King Splaining Podcast. We are the two kings of the Rube Empire, right wing extremist extraordinaire. I. Am the ivory tower, the philosopher king, and I've got a perspective on things. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the greatest moment of your life. It is King Splaining. I am the Ebony Rampart, the one that steals the hearts, the Iron King himself, sitting on my little meager throne over here, my little meager throne here at Basislaga, and I have a perspective on things as well. Uh, go ahead. And well, good evening, Death Hunter. It's uh, good to see you. Glad you're here, watching us uh, act like boobs. Hey, listen. Speaking of boobs, no, I'm just <laughs> speaking of breasticles. Uh, hi, everybody, and good night. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get in trouble for picking on somebody with a disability. Now, here's the thing. I want to preface this. I don't like picking on people that have strokes. Okay, that's a real deal, real deal spiel. But here's the problem, and maybe, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm insane, maybe I'm nuts. But uh, what's interesting is, uh, when did he have the stroke again? When did this happen? Uh, many months ago. Oh, okay. You know what's funny is it correlated with him getting his first booster. No way. That's so, unheard of. Yeah, I mean, it's unheard of unless you consider the Canadian actress that got her second booster and her whole face went numb. Justin Bieber gets a booster, face goes numb. Katy Perry recently getting the jab, and couldn't her eye wouldn't work? Eye of the Pfizer. <laughs> so at the end of the day, uh, I was telling the girls today. I really, I was king explaining to my daughter. So I was like, okay, the future queens will be taking over my province when I die. I have no sons to pass on my name. You know what I mean? So queens, it shall be. It'll be like the North. Have you seen the Northman yet? No, we're talking about it with a friend. Today. It is on Prime. It's free right now on Prime. Okay. Oh my gosh, I watched it again last night. I liked it better the second time, which was awesome. But it is the story of a, a uh, one of my ancestors, one of my Viking uh, you know, ancestors just uh, dominating and uh, getting exacting revenge, like all good Northmen should do, and uh, preserving his family, which he's going to have a, uh, a, king, a queen. You know, He gives birth to a queen in the long line of kings. But anyways... I digress as, you know, girl dads. But it, you reap what you sow. So he okay? gives birth? He's trans? No, he's not. Okay. Not at all. He gets it on with a very, well, uh, very, uh, uh, very um, how do I say this without getting in trouble? Healthy, <laughs> vivacious, <laughs> vivacious, uh, a vibrant, 
um, full of life, uh, uh, Slavic girl. And then, anyways, um, I digress. So I'm freaking more trouble. My wife never listens to this, so it's okay. Uh, but you know what the danger is now? She's right on the other side of that door, so yeah. now she can actually mm-hmm. hear the words out of her mouth. But I told my daughter to invest in some like uh, <laughs> soundproofing. soundproofing yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping the thunder in the background right now will <laughs> block out my stupid TV up there. Yeah, I'll king explain it to her later. Now here's the thing: I explained this. I king explained this to my daughters. You reap what you sow. Mm. You reap what you sow. So untested, experimental. Jabs, and I won't, you know, I won't say the jab because I wouldn't want to be kicked off any platform or anything like that. But I think Spotify lets us get away with this stuff. We'll tell the truth, you know, all that weird stuff. Um, but all of these Democrats uh, pushed these jabs, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Push the jabs, and now they're reaping what they sell. If you put experimental stuff that you know could cause, I don't know, myocarditis, strokes, uh, you know. Uh, blood clots, unexplained death. It's called SADS now, apparently. I saw, I saw, I saw a, uh, I think I sent it to you, a meme. It was a picture of the Oregon Trail, and it <laughs> said, you died of suddenly. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. I, I thought it was hilarious. I enjoyed that one. That yeah. was pretty funny. But yeah, you just die suddenly all of a sudden. You know, it's just normal for 35-year-old men to have heart attacks and die. It's normal for fully trained, world-class athletes to run around in a field and then drop dead. That's normal. Definitely. You know, totally normal. Uh, it's normal for pop singers to, you know, I mean, the MK Ultra aside, but it's normal for their eyes to completely stop working on stage. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. normal for Justin Bieber's face to completely melt in half. It's normal for a, how old is Fetterman now? 47 year old guy? Something like that. Yeah, 40 year old guy, you know, to uh, just um, stroke out. It's totally normal. Nothing to see here whatsoever, so we definitely don't want to pick up, pick out, pick on a stroke victim. But if it was because of the jab, um, to quote uh, Howard Stern, uh, you know, because Howard Stern wanted us all die because we didn't get the jab. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Turnabout's fair play is that how it works? Oh, how the turns table is that how yeah. it goes? Oh, how the turntables. Yeah, turn. so you know, I, I don't feel bad. But. What's crazy is they're allowing it to happen. So I'm not going to steal your juice later on in the show, but they're allowing it to happen. So, you know, uh, like I said, guys, uh, good to see you and good night. <laughs> to, uh, how do I say this? I don't think there's a doubt now there's going to be a red wave. You know, there's going to be a rhino stampede. I don't think there's a doubt at this point, um, especially after the uh, Fetterman debacle, um, seeing kind of the results, especially like the hardcore lefties when you got Chris Cuomo <laughs> Chris Cuomo Fredo <laughs> faked hanging out in his basement for COVID uh, enabler to the molester brother that he had um, singing your uh, I don't know man singing at your funeral you, you got a problem there's mm-hmm. going to be some ramifications to this and, and at the end of the day it, it's I, I, I hate to steal this from the Steve Day show, but uh, is it Totterism, the kind of a whiny noise, uh, whiny voice guy? Yeah, he does. Totterism. Yeah. It's just demonic, bro. Which I love his, I love that thought. But yeah. he said, like, this is just an election. Yeah, his commentary is excellent. His voice is. Yeah. You know. ch- ch- it actually is still, I don't hate it, it, but yeah, it's definitely different. Well, it doesn't match his face. No, not at all. At all. 
Like, he should have a rugged, you know, Todd, and if you're listening, and I'll see it, we'll see it on the blaze pretty soon. But my thing <laughs> is this, like, Todd's voice is like, it's like uh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is just a Billy badass. Thickest neck I've ever seen in a human being. Jacked. Tan. Yeah, he's in his 50s now, and you see him training boxing. And <laughs> he's a savage. He'll kill it. I mean, geez. I wouldn't mess with him. I'm done with his weight, and I would never mess with him. I wouldn't mess with him at all. But he definitely, definitely found, definitely, if, yeah. if final, if final, it's like Ronnie Coleman. Ronnie Coleman, if anybody knows Ronnie Coleman, eight-time Mr. Olympia, Jack, but he's like, hey, baby, what's up, lightweight, baby? And it doesn't match what's going on. Totterism, same thing, does not match. Totterism had a point two weeks, or two days ago. He said, this election is about reality. <clears throat> it's about reality. It's about reality. It's literally about, okay. Are you sane enough to look and see what's happening in front of you? Yeah. And make the right decision. Even if you're godless without the Holy Spirit, there's some things that you kind of have to acknowledge. Up is up, down is down. Mm -hmm. Left is left and right is right. Boys are boys, girls are girls. And I know that's scary to say nowadays. (laughs) You know? Shouldn't be. But for the longest time, you know, when people got sick... I didn't force the healthy people to get a medicine for my sickness. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, we had this thing called the flu forever. We had flu shots. We didn't make them mandatory. And uh, if you wanted to get them, you got them. No big deal. And, and we knew many people. My wife worked with a woman who had never gotten a flu shot mm-hmm. her entire life. COVID comes around. And she's saying all manner of evil garbage on social media about yep. people who won't get the vaccine. Yep. It's like, who are you? What happened to you? The TV told me to. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, before, like, we didn't talk about sex unless it was like sex education. And it was painfully awkward mm-hmm. for teachers to talk about that. Yeah. Like, it was painfully awkward. Like, teachers never told you about their personal lives. No. Like, at all. Like, no. not even the hot ones, okay? Like, my <laughs> my math teacher in high school, and she, I'm friends with her on Facebook, so I should be careful about saying this, but I don't care because I can't get in trouble now at this point. But Mrs. Bryant, she was smoking hot. Smoking hot. Miss, we all prayed that she wasn't married, but Miss, she was. Miss Debbie in fifth grade. <laughs> Miss, Miss Debbie in fifth grade. There you go. <laughs> Little Debbie. <laughs> oh, my. She wasn't no. Bring those cakes over here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my bad, too late. But, uh... I had no clue who her husband was. I don't know what they do in the bedroom. I don't talk about that stuff. But in your public schools, that's y'all. That's what y'all are doing. We we used to like know that that was you know we we don't do that. We don't talk about that at school. Like you don't we, sexualize kids. Yeah, hundred percent. You don't. It's first of all, it's not your business, and it's um, and it's just plain wrong. Yeah. To do so, that was understood. Like. Remember when we knew that, you know, if you're not 18, you can't get a tattoo? Because that's like a permanent decision you're making on your body mm-hmm. the rest of your life. Yeah. But now, we're trying to, like, punish parents that they don't let their, their little girls cut their tits off. Well, Or the little boys cut their balls here's off. here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know what's happening? What's up? As a culture, we're reaping what we sow. Reaping, yeah. The shocker. We, we let a guy named Alfred Kinsey define what how sexuality worked. Wait, wasn't that a pedophile? Oh yeah, yeah. And um, all his research was all his 
interview research was done with Rapists. imprisoned pedophiles and rapists. <laughs> oh, oh. Yes. Huh. You know, Amazing. we let him set the standard for what the, psycho- the, the, the world of psychology understood sexuality to be. And lo and behold, out of nowhere, we're dealing with all this crap. Well, just trust the science, man. You science deniers. Just trust the science. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, that led to this... That slippery slope led to the slippery slope of gay marriage and the LGBTQ... It's such a trope. Plus minus... It's such a trope, Matt Whaley. Two-spirit uh, <laughs> agenda. And... Yeah, it is a trope. And you know why tropes happen? Why? <laughs> because they're successful. Wait a minute. And like... they correspond to reality in some way. And... Uh, and so, you know, you use them over and over again. Like reaping and sowing? Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, that's, uh... If you didn't know, that's straight out of the Bible. Stop it. Yeah. That hate, over that 2000, hate book. Yeah, over 2,000 years ago, Paul said, uh, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Listen, uh, a Jewish man said that, so I can't uh, listen to it. You know what I mean? I'm being anti-Semitic right now. Just like like Kanye, even though he said that Jews run all of Hollywood. That was his anti-Semitic. I'm just kidding, facetious, for all you overlords out there. But yeah. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second. I mean, the the statement is factual. Sure. Right? Yeah. My only question is, what is your point, then? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Me I mean, but my thing is this: is like at the end of the day, you know, Kanye West is about to get Alex Jones. What, but what people don't realize is he's penetrated the zeitgeist so much it only makes him stronger. Oh, for sure. Like, like I well, had just bought Parlor, didn't he? Yeah, bought Parlor. Uh, I mean, the, the dude, the dude is literally the richest. Like, he's the richest African man, or, or he says African man, but he's the richest black guy that has walked the face of the planet, other than like one other person at this point. If you if you King measure, Solomon. King Solomon was black, bro. I know. Solomon was a Jew, bro. Yeah, oh shoot, can't say that. Cannot say that. He's Hebrew. Hebrews, Jews definitely don't make a lot of money. But anyways, my thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we're we're getting we're getting shot around here. I love Jewish people, so I'm not, I yeah. whatever. Well, but my I, thing, I think okay, I love all people. But I th- yeah. I've heard a, a little snippet of another interview with mm-hmm. Kanye where he was expanding upon his thing and he yep. was saying that he was jealous and I think what he was trying to say is that the Jews in all the contexts and cultures that they've been in always stick together yep. build their own businesses yep. and produce enormous amounts of wealth for themselves yeah weird you know Strange. and he's jealous of that the nature of that in, and wants it for the black community. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. he went on to explain the fact that in his tech company, he only had two black people. That was it. He's like, wait a minute. We have 60 employees and two black people? Yeah. So I'm not living up to what I want. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, it's it, here's the thing. I, I think that um, uh, I, to, to me, I think Americans, we should rise above the ideal of like people groups or whatever and so on and so forth. 100%. But the reality is the, 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 you, you can't deny the reality of that situation. You can't yeah. deny it. You know what I mean? There so, are subcultures in America. Yep. There are regional subcultures. And unfortunately, or well, I don't know if unfortunately, but um, there are also subcultures that follow along racial lines. Yep. 
And well, I don't know if you can avoid it. And I don't know that you should necessarily. As long as we, we still understand the ideals of what America is. With the, and, and what even, the flag stands for. Yeah. And, and even higher, like, our standing in Christ. Whether are we are in Definitely. Christ or not, right? And then... Yeah. It's so just, at that level, there is no Jew. There's no nor Jew Greek. Yep. There is no racial, ethnicity, gender, yep. whatever. All that gets washed away in our new identity in Christ. Yep. That is that is why CRT and social justice does not work in the church. It, it is it is not a tool for evangelism. It is a competing worldview. Get it out of your church. Well, it's it's just it's just a doctrine of envy. And that's the problem, right? CRT is a doctrine of envy. And, and Kanye said it himself, I'm jealous of that. I'm envious of that situation. Well, here's the problem. That's a bad place to be. Anyways, well, it's in, it, I don't want to Jealousy envy. is fine. So, okay, here's how I define jealousy. Go ahead. Jealousy is, I, mean, God, I want the same thing for him. Okay. Envy is, I want what he has. Yeah. I don't want him to have it. I want it. Okay. Jealousy is, I want the same thing for me. I'm going to go out and get it. I mean, God calls himself a jealous God. He does. He does. Now, that can be taken two ways because he is at the pinnacle. He deserves everything. He made everything. Yes. So, he's, he's, you could be said that he's the only being. Is deserving. Deserving to be jealous. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, or, you know, we could take my definition and I could be right. So. <laughs> God. Ridiculous. <laughs> let me, let me explain this to you. Okay. No, but, uh, I think, I think honestly, um, yeah, I, I, here's the thing. It's, you can't sit around, like, I can't get pissed off that, uh, Kenyans are much faster than me at running miles. Okay. Can't get, can't get pissed off. And, and they can't get pissed off that you can bench over 600 pounds. Yeah, they can't. Right. It's, it just is what it is. <laughs> it's just a reality, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Just people are different. That's okay. We gotta be okay with that stuff. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and, and cultures, subcultures can be bad too. You can have subcultures that uh, highlight good things and some that highlight bad things. Just it is what it is. We're all different. We're made differently, and we're okay with being different because that's how we're made, man. It's all good. Now, reality. Let's talk about reality because we talked about reaping what you sow. Reality this is an election of reality. So what the Democrats are fighting right now is reality. They have to somehow turn the narrative and turn the reality away. And what sucks, and I hate this... And it's not that they have to. They desperately desire to. Well, they, they want to change... Well, here's the thing. They want to change the narrative, but reality just keeps sticking its ugly face out. And you can't right. change... You know, it, it's easier to change a narrative. It's really hard to get rid of reality. You just can't do it. <laughs> so, what you sucks... You have to be though, like a, I don't know, a god. A god. They want to be like it, but anyways, um, <laughs> um, but what sucks on the Republican side is all they have to run on is don't, uh, don't mutilate my kids, mm -hmm. don't castrate my son, don't cut off my girls, my daughter's boobs, don't um, brainwash our children, don't brainwash my children, don't groom my children, don't um, raise the gas prices. Don't uh, let people invade our country. Uh, don't let criminals keep getting away with this crap. Uh, don't um, don't uh, don't burn down our cities. Don't burn down my cities, right? Don't screw up capitalism. Hmm. Don't screw up the greatest country this side of of Zion 
Don't it's out there. lock down our country. D- don't lock us down. Don't keep my, you know, stop, you know, to, don't keep my kids out of school. Don't step on my personal rights. Don't, I mean, it's really just a bunch of don'ts, mm-hmm. which is reality. Like, here's the thing. It's like the Democrats have no response to crime. Crime is out of control. It is out of control. People have objectively. What's that? Uh, defund the police. <laughs> but they're running from that, too. Yeah. They're running from that. I never said that. Uh, plays the clip. Uh, defund the police. Oh. Well, you know, and, and they're, they're, they're just doing what Big Eva's doing right now with COVID. All the Big Eva pastors are like, oh, it was the fog of war and blah, blah, blah. And that's why we locked down churches. And, you know, we, we made you feel bad about uh, putting masks on and telling you that you... You're, you're not loving your neighbor, you know, because you need to get a stroke and you need to get myocarditis and you need to get, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyways. But they're doing the same thing. It's just, there's no repentance. It's just, oh, well, I didn't do that. It's like John Fetterman last night. Hey, uh, why, why are you against fracking? Oh, I've never been against fracking. Mm-hmm. Endless clips of him hating on fracking. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Charlie Chris, I don't know if you saw Charlie Chris, tried to call Ron DeSantis the lockdown governor. Well, you locked down the go, you locked down the cut, the, the the state, and blah blah blah. <laughs> DeSantis is like per capita, we were the best that respond to this. What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, he, he tried to get him on locking down and then on not staying locked down. Yes, yes. Kids in school. So which is it? It's, which is it? It's the, God. He's so stupid. So, but but that's the thing. They're pivoting and running from the thing they sold their soul for. They sold their soul for Black Lives Matter. Crickets now. They sold their soul for CRT. Now that it's exposed, now you pissed off the Muslims. Now the Muslims are coming for you for CRT. They're not about that life either. You, you, you sold out to groomers. You're reaping what you sow. You sold out to lockdowns. Now you're going to answer for that. You sold out for the vaccine. Now you're going to answer for it. You sold out for all of these. You sold out for no borders. Oh, America's just an idea. It's just an idea. Borders are just an idea. But what's funny is you come to their house and they've got gates up. It's weird. It's not an idea. It's an actual, like, there's bars. Well, they don't have a problem with Mexico's border patrol. Or, sure. Or Mexico's uh, insanely strict yeah. immigration laws. But but that's what's funny is this. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> They are, they advocated for meatball mutilation surgery for kids. Cutting off their balls, cutting off their tits. And now they're running from that now. Oh, we, we never we never did well, that. They've been, they've been exposed as being profiteers. Yeah. Of the, the suffering of these teenagers who've yeah. been groomed to, to think this way. Yeah. It's disgusting in every... They, they keep having to run away from the things that they absolutely were for because it sucks. And what oh. makes it worse now is they're fully in power right now, mm-hmm. and it's all trash. But here's the thing. Here's the thing to remember. They're running away from it. Why? So that they can maintain their power. Exactly. And then continue to do, do exactly, exactly what they've been doing this whole time. Right? Remember, we were demonized... For drilling on our own land, for our own oil and our own natural gas, well, he shut that down. Good old Biden shut that down immediately, and now he's running from. Oh no, you know, gas is down. It, it's it's cheaper than it was when I 
when I first started, what did he say the other night? Oh, it's cheaper now than it was when I first came in. It was five dollars when I came in. No, it wasn't, Grandpa. It was two thirty-three nationwide when you entered. It's three thirty now. Mm-hmm. Your down is still a buck up from the orange man. Yep. And we were energy independent. And the it was, Russian, and it was a buck up because we'd been in pandemic mode yeah. for a good year. Here's another don't. Let's don't get into more foreign wars. No more proxy wars. Mm. Like they literally. Why, why is uh, the why are there a hundred thousand troops stationed outside of the Ukraine? That's uh, a great question. Why is that happening? Why is the the um the hundred what is it the because the globalists are back, the 104th baby. or whatever. Yeah, that hasn't been in Europe since World War II. Stationed now outside of the Ukraine. Because the the the, the Ukraine, the, out of Ukraine, the the Ukraine. No, but think about it. The reason why is the military-industrial complex is back, baby. Yeah, and it's globalist, globalist, globalist. We've seen globalist. We've had one not globalist president, and they stole the election from him to to get him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he, he, this is what is amazing. It's like, oh, the Democrats, they love people, but they kill babies. We, we just don't want you. We want the right in our state to say, no, we don't want to kill babies. God forbid. We don't want to worship Moloch. We don't want to go to the high places and, and sacrifice our kids here. We don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. It's a don't. I had a lady on Twitter um, trying to uh, one-up me with ectopic pregnancies. It's not an abortion. It's not an abortion. Not even close. But did you know that the American Association of Obstetricians and Gynecologists is afraid that abortion laws might cause confusion and thus delay care and cost life? Are you are you seriously trying to tell me that doctors they're not smart enough aren't smart enough well, to figure out that this person has an ectopic pregnancy and we need to act? Immediately. I mean, after COVID, I, I, I wouldn't throw doctors in a smart category at this point. So, no, but she might have a point on that. The doctors may not be smart enough. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> no, but... Well, they might not have point, balls enough. To, to your point, yes. They're, they're, people know the difference. They know the difference. I, I told and, her. If she Then she said, I'm sorry, you're stupid, twice. <laughs> you know, insulting my intelligence. It was like, you know, the, the sign of a great... Uh, listen, um, you know, listen. argument. And um, so I said, I'm sorry that your concern for ectopic pregnancies and rape and incest are really just a thinly veiled uh, misdirection away from your lust for baby murder. Yeah, 100%. Oh. And, she, and then her response was, well, that took a turn. <laughs> because here's the thing, though. What are you advocating for? Baby what murder. are you? What are you you're, at the end of the day, you're advocating to kill oh, a baby. Yeah, and I said, I, I don't said, kill our babies. At the end of that, I said, ninety nine percent of all abortions are lifestyle. Hundred percent. So, ninety nine percent. Hundred percent. Come, come back with your ectopic pregnancy. Yeah, no, please, by by all means. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's really about don'ts. Don't kill our babies. Mm-hmm. Don't get in proxy wars. Don't screw up our energy grid just because. You think something's cleaner, which it's not. You, they don't really think it's cleaner. They don't think it's better for the environment. You know what I mean? It's just uh, don't don't subject me to your cultish religion of uh, global warming, global cooling, global what is it nowadays? Mm. Weather control. Okay. <laughs> don't don't put me in your cult of weather control. Yeah. Okay. This vast universe, and you want me to think that? Listen, you you guys preach endlessly that we're just little specks of dust. 
We're not very special. We're just floating the vast universe, spinning a thousand miles an hour and a hundred sixty thousand miles an hour and then four million miles around. Listen, I, I get it. I get. I get your science. Your science. Okay. We're insignificant. But you want to tell me that insignificant me is going to kill the planet? Mm. Stop. Just stop. Mm. Just, just stop. Just stop. You don't really mean it. Because if you did, you wouldn't fly a plane. But you do. Yeah. You wouldn't turn on your electricity, but you do. It's just about control and, 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 and um, you know, enriching themselves. It, it's, it's not real. Don't push bugs on me, uh, Krauss Schwab. Don't, don't get sucked into stupidity. And then Tony Stark, too. <laughs> what do you mean, Tony Stark? Uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, he's has an idiot. Invested in a, in, in, has a, is in a big investor in the bug thing. Dude, listen, listen. I, I know that celebrities know best, okay? It's a, it's a principal tenet of my life that celebrities know best. But I don't care. Well, yeah, I, don't, I, don't I don't care. care. I don't care, but but I mean, if he wants to waste his money, that's of course cool. you know. I mean, to 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 be fair, to be fair, Tony Stark was on the wrong side of civil war. So that's true. That's true. I mean, he, he was kind of a drug addict too before he had his little renaissance too. But I will hold that against him because I, I really appreciate his Iron Man character. And oh, for sure. When he died, so did the MCU. But uh, anyway. <laughs> it seems like it, man. It does. Did you see, uh, first of all, I, this is off topic. Uh, sorry, I'm going to take us on a weird rabbit hole. But uh, did you see Namor in the new uh, yeah. Wakanda Forever? Uh, um, yeah, man. Uh, how, well, how, how Wakanda got a groove back. Did you see that yeah. one? Uh, I have seen what he looks like. It's a, they're taking an Aztec theme, which is, uh, I mean, interesting, I guess. Um, so you... But not... And he looks like he's Indian. Yep. Which is yep. odd. Yep. Especially because of the Aztec theme. And then, which means, but he, both of those means he looks nothing like in the comic books. Not even close. And I, I, I have close. like, I have a fondness for Namor. Namor's a savage. Yeah. Namor's a savage. He's about the Atlantean people, and and that's pretty much it. My Atlantean. And he has. No time for anything else. He, he suffers him. no fools. Yes, yes. Good or bad. Good or bad, yes. Yeah. Listen, he's, he's kind of a neutral guy. He's like, you don't mess with Atlantis, we won't mess with you. 100%. That's he's, not, he's not like a conqueror, per se. But, Just stay off my lawn. But you come at me, and I'm going to destroy you. Yeah. Whether you're good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, I will come after you, Fantastic Four. And then I'll work with you. Two two comics later, I'll work with you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and then I'll oh, turn. There's an existential threat to the Earth. Yeah, I can be a part of that. Yeah, I'll come after Galactus. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. After um, that, now get, get off my lawn. Yeah, uh, I think the Atlanteans can survive this. Now we're getting yeah. you go deal with <laughs> go die. You land, you land dwellers deal with what you <laughs> want to deal with. Oh man, but because uh, this is what's funny to me, and I, and I, and I hate to break this. I, I, I hate to say this. I hate that I'm admitting this. But is DC starting to turn the tide <laughs> against Marvel in well, the movies? Got, well, Are they starting Black, to do that? I don't know. Black Adam's got mixed reviews. The, the people love it. The, now, pe- the people, people love, love it. it. Okay, okay. So I haven't seen that. The, All the critics, is, yeah, critics. Critic reviews forty something. The, okay. The, the, so then that means that it's actually probably a good yes. movie. Yes. Because I, I never critics are 
completely untrustworthy. There's no message in it. That's the problem. <laughs> the message. Oh, what is that from? Critical right. Drinker? He says that the message. Yeah. <laughs> There's no message in it. Like, which is oh, exactly what we want. Well, here's the thing. The Rock, t- to a, be fair. A moral message, fine. Yeah. A political message? Nah. Get that crap out of here. Listen. There's a moral message about good versus evil. Yeah. Which is what all stories are just about. Yeah. Political messages are not. It's usually evil versus good. You know what The Rock likes more than boys? Or I mean, men? You know what he likes more than that? Money. Yeah. And you don't make money with the message. You do not make money with the message. We talked about it on the show. But you don't make money with the message. All I want to see, if in a superhero movie, is some conflict. Heroes possibly getting in a very dangerous situation where they could end up losing. And overcoming at the end. Mm. That, that's all I want to see. That's all I want to see. That's all I want to see. That's now, it. Go ahead. I did get a big get in getting uh, Henry Cavill back. Which... As Superman. Henry Cavill's a great Superman. Fantastic and, and Superman. I, and I will... This is going to sound very sacrilegious. Just be prepared. This is my hot take of the day. This is... Let me explain to these to you. <laughs> he is better than Christopher Reeves, man. He is so much better. Henry Cavill's I'm not gonna, Man of Steel, so much better than, than Christopher Reeves. I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you, bro. Okay, so so let me let me let me lay this out for for Woo! for the uh, for the citizens, the normies, you noobs. Uh, well, I mean, let's not let's not let's not insult our citizens. First and foremost, I'm a king. I explain nothing to my people other than you kiss the ring of the king. And remember, people are free. For now. (laughs) For now. (laughs) All right. Okay, so (laughs) here's here's the like Christopher Reeves was good. Was good, definitely. You know, and of course we 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 have the presence of mind to understand that the eighties did not have the technology to do what you know we could do in Man of Steel. Best theme music though, the best Superman theme music, is the original with Christopher Reeves. For, for sure. Zod? But here, I, I even like Zod. I like the Zod, the old Zod. Mm-hmm. It, the new Zod's good. Mm-hmm. The new Zod is good. Oh, man, that's, this is going to sound really sacrilegious. They're very equal to me. They're very comparable. Sure. New Zod's good, but old Zod's like, bow to Zod. That's, that, that, that's literally Kingsplaining. That's what we are. <laughs> bow to us, globalists. Go ahead. Yes. Sorry about that. So, but here's, here's why this is better. Because it's giving us something we've never seen before. In the movie theater. We've seen it all over the comics, but not in the movie theater. All of the Christopher Reeve movies and the, uh, the the Superman Returns movie that was a flop, but I don't actually hate. Brandon Routh was a pretty good Superman, too. Um, but the, the climax, the, 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 the ultimate climax of the movie is a feat of strength. Superman wins through a feat of strength. He does something, he lifts something very heavy, you know? Yep. <laughs> and. Sounds like my life. It's not. <laughs> it's not that interesting, you know? Now, like, he did fight Zod and those, but ultimately he just tricked them into the. The, the, the Phantom Zone. Phantom Zone. Yep. He did, in that one with the with the clone of him from the, in the sun. Yep. He did fight him. 
Well, I don't even remember how that ended. It, 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 that movie sucks so bad. I, 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 yeah. I, I burned it out of my memory. So, so there you go. Um, in Man of Steel, for the first time, we see him going to toe to going toe to toe with people who can who can match him. <laughs> yeah, better fight, better fighters than him. Yeah, yeah. Because they're warriors. They're warriors. They've been warriors their he, whole lives. He just inherited the strength. You know yes. what I mean? And so. That's what we've been waiting for. I mean, the first time you see the woman zooming between the oh, soldiers, dude. I was like, yes! She, yes. This is exactly what I've been waiting for. You don't like strong women. In context, kids. Yeah. I love it in context. I love Wonder Woman. I love yeah. freaking Zod's side chick. She was a bad A, dude. Yeah, she was. <laughs> dude, that, that was savage. So savage. Bop, 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 bop. Oh my just gosh. like, oh god. But once again, DC does women better. Again, sorry. Well, yeah. Wonder Woman's better. Sorry. There's no other other than Wonder Woman 1980, which was trash. Okay, it was a trash. 1984. But, or 1984. Okay, smirching my birth year, you jerks. But the original Wonder Woman, despite I, I, we've already we won't go down that road. I don't want to battle with you right now. It was now. a good movie. <laughs> I'm not saying it wasn't a good movie. She, her portrayal is phenomenal. Yeah, and then phenomenal. the Jack the the Zack Snyder recut of uh, Justice League, that scene where she's blocking the bullets in front of the people from in the terrace, mm-hmm. I was like, that is I've watched that scene like 25 times. Yeah, and it's a chick. Yeah, yeah, and, and it makes sense. But we understand why. Yeah, <laughs> it makes you know? sense. What, and she doesn't emasculate the men no. around her no. in order to prove how bad no. she is. That's the problem with what the MCU is doing. And no one puts her down. She-Hulk, they, they set up another Daredevil hallway scene that we've loved, that we loved in the first two seasons yep. of Daredevil. Yep. Because they were so... That a So bad And so well-directed. So, so well-choreographed. Everything about it was excellent. Yep. They set it up knowing... That you're going to be excited for what's about to come. And then she just falls from the ceiling and squashes all of it instantly just to show how much better she is than Daredevil. And that's not the first time that's happened. That happens over and over and over again. Did you actually watch it? No, no, I just saw that clip. I I can't do it. I can't do it. But anyways, my my point is, we went a long way. But but Gene Hackman, if you're watching, I do like your Lex Luthor. It's phenomenal. I just I, I would have loved to see Gene Hackman as, I would love to see him, old Gene Hackman show up as Lex Luthor. But anyways, I, I digress. Um, but anyways, I, I thought that Jesse Eisenberg. Okay, when that was, when the word, that was horrible. He, oh, he was horrible. He was horrible. So but it was the it was the direction that they went with it. I thought that he could have had a lot of potential. Uh, but here's the problem, I. Lex Luthor. But they turned him into like a uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Exactly. Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is a badass. He's a badass. If you take away all of his money, he can still kick your ass physically. True. Normal human cup. I don't like you. There's a menace to you. There, there's got to be a menace and, 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 to him. And he he's also ten steps ahead of you. Exactly. Not even ten. Twenty. Twenty steps, steps ahead, ahead of you. And he's thought of every contingency, mm-hmm. and he's prepared. The for only it. thing that he doesn't, he doesn't. Um, his hubris beats him every time. Hu- yeah, exactly. His, his hubris beats him. 
every single time his air gets beats him every single time. But and that's why we like Lex Luthor. But whatever Jeff Zuckerberg version of that, you yeah. can you can kick rocks on there, that there, one. There, there was no convincing me that that Lex Luthor was twenty steps ahead. Nope, not at all. He barely knew what he was doing. Not at all, and not in the same universe as Batman. But anyways, my my no. point is this: back to Black Adam. Okay. Yeah. Audience scores awesome. Here's the thing: Rock loves boys, loves men, but the reality is he loves Green more. Here's the thing, though: he gave the people a movie. People wanted to watch. I happen to love Black Adam. I think he's one of the most menacing figures in DC. I'm the DC side. Look at my you could <laughs> I got DC all over that joint. I got my Marvel over there, got my DC over here, okay? Dark Side's one of my favorite baddies of all time. Lex Luthor's one of my favorite baddies. The Joker. Do I need to say anything else about the Joker? I got freaking two face built Legos over here because I love that crap, okay? I love DC villains. I think they're the best. No one can touch them, okay? What you can't see is Doctor Doom, Wolverine, um, Big Grim. Red Skull, Red Skull, and uh, the Thing. I mean, it's Doom, bro. On the left, but, I mean, but... but it's Doom. Oh yeah, Doctor Doom is my, <laughs> it's probably my favorite. Marvel movie. or DC, you can It is Doom. Yeah. <laughs> I won't go too nerdy on this podcast, but I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it here. Black Adam is a badass. Black Adam beats Shazam all the time. Black Adam is that dude. He is that dude. He's a savage. Okay, he's similar. He's like the he's like the Doctor Doom of, of DC. He's got his own country. He lays the law down. Some people view him good. Most people view him as bad, and he's he is bad. Okay, so to see that portrayal with the Rock, it made sense. I was like, okay, that yeah, the Rock looks like Black Adam, talks like Black Adam. The the scenes that I've seen, like that's cool. They threw in Doctor Fate just as a a, a flip off to hey. We, we, I'm glad that you guys neutered Doctor Strange and put a bullet in him in uh, the WandaVision movie. But, uh, you know, we're going to keep the actual real good sorcerer a lot, which excited me a little bit. Hawkman looked a little weird to me, but I, I digress. I'll have to see the movie to make that judgment. But the movie made money. The people liked it. And then you got Henry Cavill at the very end of that with Superman. DC's coming, man. Because here's the thing. Well, here's here's the thing. Go ahead. Like, The Rock made a post on Instagram stating that they, him and his production company, his, his ex-wife, yep. fought oh, is, is hard. That, his ex-wife is running this stuff? Yes, we've already okay. talked about this. Sorry, Koki. They fought hard to get Henry Cavill back. The studio Good. didn't want to bring him back. It's stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Because <laughs> they're dumb. Yes. So, like, hopefully what that means is that, you know, um, to some extent... Seven Bucks Productions has more of a say in the direction that this universe goes. And, and by the way, this same universe still has Wonder Woman. Still has Jason Momoa's Aquaman, who's actually kind of acts like the Aquaman of the comics. A little bit. Mm. Maybe. Not freaking Aztec that can breathe underwater. Um, Namor. I don't know. Listen, I haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. But I'm not convinced yet. I, I need to see, like, you know, Nerdrotics and those kind of people watch it before I... I trust that, you know what I mean? But I mean, is it weird that I want to see a, like an, a, a guy that looks like an elf with wings on his heels in a black Speedo more than I want to see this Aztec Indian dude? I could do without the wings and the heels, but yes, I can, I can roll with it, which that, that never made sense to me. Oh, he can fly above the... He can fly in the air because there's well, little wings in the back. He's the first mutant. Yeah, he's the first mutant. Or is he? Well, isn't in Sabanur? Apocalypse, the first. Yes, movie? yes, technically, 
but Apocalypse doesn't show up until like way. Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just listen. That's that's the look at my Marvel chops. You know Marvel chops, baby. <laughs> Get it. But anyways, I digress. You reap what you sow, man. And uh, I think that Marvel uh, went woke and uh, they kind of screwed themselves up. Uh, just like uh, the Democrats have really screwed themselves up in life uh, in, in general. So, um, it, how do I say this? There's a reality, okay? We talked about it a little bit on the show. You reap what you sow. We're seeing it in Hollywood. We're seeing it in the democratic institutions. We're seeing it in the educational system where most people are fleeing from public schools, running to homeschool, running to Christian schools. We're seeing it across the board. And I think at some point there's going to be a... Um, we're going to cross the Rubicon. And, and, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping, you know, as a, uh, as a uh, sort of post-millennial uh, <laughs> eschatology guy, that it gets better. I, I hope that it gets better. Um, will it? I don't know. But I think that even in the spirit of the age, even with people that are psychopaths, yes, there's going to be cultish people that will want to kill their babies, want to chop and mutilate kids, want to groom them, want to let people across the border that aren't supposed to be here, um, want to destroy our dollar, want to destroy our economy, want to destroy our power grid, want to destroy our, our you know, and the list goes on and on and on, okay? They're going to be those cultish people. But Joe Average, Normie, I think they're over the, the, the hope and change crap with Obama. I think that they woke up to that. I think they finally realized that the orange man wasn't so bad. Um, I think that now, you know, it's it's going to be um, uh, a, a catastrophic November 8th for the blue side or blue friends. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. going to be very interesting to see. Um, what I'm excited about it, I want to see. I want to see what the black turnout is, and I want to see what black men do. Uh, you know, sorry, and I hate to say this, but black women are baked into the cake. They, you know, it, it's it, it's really hard to have a lot of Candace Owens. Just being real, it's like there's only <laughs> I don't know why it's like hive mind. It's crazy. The woke white women, they're just going to be doing what they do, which is vote Democrat no matter what. But um, I think eventually uh, maternal instincts kick in. Um, and there's not enough cat ladies to overcome the uh, the real moms out there that have mommy that have kids. Mm. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what Hispanics do because uh, I, I kind of have a feeling, especially living in Florida, um, knowing the amount of Hispanics that I know down here, especially the Venezuelans that are like, bro, this is ridiculous. Um, I made a video about that like two years ago when a guy's like, oh yeah, these people, Venezuelan people, they would much rather live in Venezuela. No, they don't. They want to live here. That's why they keep trying to break in here and live. You know, but a lot of people are doing it the right way. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. And, and what I'm very intrigued about is I was a little premature in my, 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 my guessing of California flipping, okay? Mm -hmm. But uh, I heard Steve Dace describe New York and California as the Isengard and uh, um, <laughs> Mordor of, uh, of, uh, of our country. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in New York. They have the New York governor flipping to a Republican. Right now they have Oregon. Freaking... Oregon. There's a city called Portland in Oregon. I don't know if you've heard of Portland. Yeah. But it's filled with crazy people. Uh, Antifa? Yeah, I mean, it's like the it's, it's the capital city of Antifa. Yeah. Remember, um... Didn't they just kill a Trump supporter on the street? Just because uh, he was wearing a MAGA shirt or a MAGA hat? Something like that. No, they, they never found um, that person. That's where the, uh, the Chaz was if I remember correctly. Seattle. Right? Seattle. Seattle, Seattle. It's still it's it's the armpit of it's America. Seattle, the, Washington. It's it's the northeast northwest. Nobody cares. 
I care, man. It's the most beautiful part of our country, in my mind. It is pretty. I hate to admit it. There's, it it just rains too so much. It's so beautiful, the nature that they have there. And it's filled with absolute lunatics. That's what God, that's what God gave us Tennessee. It's true. Tennessee. Well, sorry, go ahead. But, yeah, anyway. <laughs> no, but, um, to what you were saying, we, we were talking earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, regarding a, a favorite podcast of ours called Blurry Creatures. What? Big ups to you guys. Yeah, check them out. They, it's great. Um, and it, and it's, it's, they're definitely talking about, you know, they talk about the things that go bump in the night. All right? Which, from a biblical. From a biblical perspective. Wait, what? Yeah. No way! 100%. But, but I like to sanitize my Bible. And I don't like the supernatural, even though I believe Jesus Christ. Well, you're dumb. So, <laughs> uh, listen to the podcast and learn a thing or two. Um, That's not what Joel Osteen says. Yeah. Joel Osteen says just a smile. Okay, we're, not, we're not talking about Joel Osteen. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> so, uh, they have. They, they, Jewish says I'm a racist. I'm sorry, go ahead. They've put together going. a convention that sold out in like two days. Yeah. All right. On top of that, they're going on shows like Ali Stucky. To talk about what they talk about, you know, the fringe stuff, or maybe the used-to-be fringe stuff that they talk about on their podcast. Wait, Ali Stucky, like, the only actual Christian on The Blaze? Or not The Blaze, the, uh, on uh, Daily Wire? The only actual Christian? Is she on Daily Wire? I don't know. What is she on? I thought she was on, I thought she was on The Blaze. She was on The Blaze before. I think she's on The Blaze. I think she's the only one that actually called out, uh, Dave Rubin, uh, you know, but anyways, I, I digress. Sorry about that. Um... She actually has a biblical worldview. It's weird. It's it's, yeah. it's strange. There's a bunch of Mormons in the blaze and Catholics, so it's strange to see actual Christians on there. So, but <laughs> you that, watch Steve Dace all the time. Yeah, but Dace Dace, Dace gives uh, Totters and too much. Uh, gives too what much does Totters and say that you don't agree with? <sighs> I mean, aside from like I am a Catholic and I like. The I mean, Catholic most church. most of that. I mean, most of it. You know, when you when you you, you give any credence to the papacy in 2022, uh, you. It's either a debased mind or you're just incredibly stubborn. I, no, no offense, like your your entire religious system is based on a heresy, and it's based on the fact that the people that ha- you actually have the Bible and you don't tell your people to read the Bible, and because of that ignorance, you throw in stuff that has nothing to do with the Bible, and then you pray to Mary, and then you're okay with praying to Mary, and then somehow hold some type of moral superiority that to me is laughable but you know it is what it is your, your boy Dace puts up with it so I mean listen and I'm not dissing Catholic people there are Catholic people in my family I give them a hard time okay I've got I've got a Methodist uh, lady preacher in my family I give her a hard time I give you know I still love her and I still show respect and love it is what it is but like come on y'all anyway I, anyway, I so Tangent. <laughs> anyway, uh, can't explain it to so me. So they're the he's on they're on Ali Stucky. Yep. You know, talking about this stuff, and what that tells me is that people are waking up to the demonic spirit of this age, and um, and getting in touch with their Bibles more. Yep. I mean, we're seeing a great awakening. I think people are cracking their Bibles open. Yeah. What? Yeah. You mean and like, studying them deeper and 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 taking all of the parts in. You mean when God even allows, the weird stuff. You know when God like like when God allows madness to surround us, it like threshes out the stupid and the people that aren't actually following their Bible. And 
pushes people that love Jesus to read the Bible more. Now, but here's that's weird. Thing. That's strange, man. That's here's strange. the thing about this awakening that we're seeing, because I, I really believe that we are seeing it. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna end up like we think a great awakening should. I don't think so. I and think that like the country goes back to normal. It's not. I think what it's going to do is further divide us. Yeah. Because the spirit of the age has deep, deep. It has its talons in deep. Correct me if I'm wrong. King explained it to me if it's why. I believe in Luke, doesn't Jesus say, I did not come to unite. I actually came to divide. I used to bring, I used to, I came to bring son against father, daughter against mother. Because what's happening is not that God's trying to divide us, just to divide us in spite, but he's threshing out who's actually going to follow him and who's not. Yeah. What truth is and what lies are. Because yeah. I'm with you. I, I think that. I think the only thing that this is my thought of the Great Awakening is I think the two things I think it's going to thresh out who's real and who's not. Sure. But what it's also going to do to the other side of evil is it's going to kill atheism and it's going to kill um, it's going to kill secularism and atheism and it's going to force people back to their nature, which is idolatry, Satan worship, and paganism. That's that's all it's going to do. Mm. It's going to shake the absolute absurdity out of atheism because it's bankrupt at this point mm -hmm. like <laughs> like like it, it, it's maddening if you're an atheist it, it has to be maddening to watch your worldview get destroyed over and over and over again and then on top of that if you're a secularist there's nothing secular anymore it's yeah. all religion at this point mm -hmm. you have faith in a shot at this point you have faith that a fentanyl dealer who overdosed on fentanyl was a, a saint because the TV told you to. You have faith in your government. And, and all it is is it's just going to be state-led paganism. You, you have faith that if you kill your baby, you're going to improve your life like they did with Moloch back in the day. So mm -hmm. I'm with you. I think that the awakening, I think there's going to be a lot of believers that get pushed closer to Christ. I think more people will come to Christ. Mm -hmm. But it's also going to drive a wedge between... Well, I mean, the, these lunatics... Yeah. These lunatics that want to groom our kids and and all, and, and and you know um, proudly still to this day are getting booster shots, you know, and all this madness. They're not giving that up. No, they're not turning around. They're not waking up one day. Nope. I mean, they might. The power of God is not beyond that. Yep, I agree. But. You know, they. I believe that they still have a choice to make, and nine times out of ten, maybe even ninety-nine times out of a hundred, they're going to reject. And but we can get into that. <laughs> hey, listen, dog. Listen, I love you. I respect you. I wholeheartedly disagree with you, but I love you at the same time. You feel me, dog? <laughs> I love you, man. Now. To this, to, to back to this though, I think I think we're on the precipice of this, which is good. Now, here's the other thing too: from a government standpoint, could that lead to a civil war? Possibly. I mean, the the thing is, we are in a cold civil war. Um, I, I would hope I, for a divorce, a peaceable I, I, divorce. Exactly. We we will both agree on that. I think that I prefer a divorce. I don't I don't have anything in common with Californians. I have nothing in common with New York people other than the good ones that are coming here and voting Republican. We appreciate you. <laughs> mm -hmm. We appreciate that. Um, 
I don't have I don't have anything in common with you. Like I saw, I felt so bad. I saw a, a Washington license plate the other day, like Washington, the state. I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, I've seen California plates recently. I'm like, dude, don't come here and try to infiltrate. That's not gonna fly here. It is what it is. Um, which is interesting I mean, because to the, to the people who are voting, Chris, in, in on November eighth. <laughs> Who's voting why, are you, why are you Who's still voting? in Florida? Just leave. Just go. Just, hey, listen. I they, mean, and, and, and not that we don't, you know, I mean, we understand Florida may have been your home your whole life or whatever, but this, Florida's a red state now. Florida's a progressive state, and what I mean is it's progressing back to truth. It's progressing back to the Constitution and progressing back to conservatism. Yeah. So, piss off. Sorry, yeah. did I say well, that? Well, I mean, Cal- California <laughs> is more your speed, man. Yeah, go to California. You know? Uh, Chicago's more your speed. Listen, if, if you're if you're a Karen with no kids and a bunch of cats, go to New York or California, man. Like, sex they, want, the, they want you there. Yeah, sex in the city and up there, man. Do it up. Rock and roll, man. Listen, if you're the, the Rainbow Jihad, they love you in Atlanta. It's and, one state up. And I'm not saying, like... <laughs> I'm not saying get out like Kathy Hochul said, get out. I'm saying, why are you torturing yourself? Yeah, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. You're just going to be miserable here. Because Because of all the freedom. And here's the thing, DeSantis... Because of all the sanity. DeSantis broke the Republican mold. Mm -hmm. You can't go back to Jeb Bush. Can't do it. You cannot go back to Rick Scott. Can't do it. It got busted up because now we're like, wait a minute, a governor can actually do something? Mm. They they can actually tell the federal government to go kick rocks? States' rights is a real thing? We we can actually, like, tell the CDC to piss off? (laughs) We don't have to do what the federal government tells us to? No. So good luck. Good luck, uh, Jeb Bush, trying to run again in Florida. It's not going to happen. No. Because this, this is... You know what I want? What you want? I want DeSantis to become president and then come back and become governor of Florida again. <laughs> Which he can do. That would be hilarious. That would be awesome. Could you imagine that? Yeah. No, nah, you gotta give it to new blood though. You gotta you gotta pass the torch because then you're gonna be because then you become no, I mean, but yeah. you become like the boomers that won't retire now. Think about it. Oh for sure. Then, then you got Nancy Pelosi's, you got freaking Yeah, um, but okay, I mean But I know what you mean. But if Nancy let's say okay, let's say I don't know, um Nancy Thomas Massey. Okay. Was 80 years old, but still the Thomas Massey that we see right now. Okay. Would his age be a problem? It, it wouldn't be, but the problem is this. How many 80-year-olds are completely with it that can run government and understand completely, what's going on? Totally. I totally agree with that. And, and if that's the case, yeah, obviously. Because even Trump... Well, I'm saying if they can go, if they can go... Listen, I want Trump... To repent of his COVID madness. 100%. And then come run our country again. Yeah. Because on every other issue, that ninja chopped it up and did it right. Mm-hmm. I'm watching freaking Home Alone 2 with my girls. <laughs> and I rewinded back to that scene just to see my president one more time. Mm-hmm. And both of my girls jumped up and they're like, Trump, Trump. I'm like, <laughs> I've raised my daughters right. I've done my job. Now, back to the point. Like, I would love for him to run this country again. Yeah. But do I trust who he surrounds himself with? Not at all. Mm-hmm. But I see, I see DeSantis mm-hmm. surrounding himself with people to go tell the CDC to piss off. I see DeSantis locked up with Ashley Moody, and they're doing the right thing. Oh, you know what would be? What's up? So hilarious. What? 
that the Florida Surgeon General, Mr. Lyle becomes Pope, the actual National Surgeon yeah. General? Yes. Yes, because that's what you should do. Yes. With, like, this is the thing that drives me insane. When you are a kick-ass governor and you become the President of the United States, why in the world would you not take your whole squad with you? Yeah. Because, here's the thing, big dummy, I come from college football. Mm-hmm. It's all about the keeping the cohesive of your coaches. Yes. Nick Saban has the same effing staff that he had when he was with the Dolphins and before that. Does that make sense? Like, you keep the same people with you, and you keep kicking ass. That's what yeah. you do. Yep. Do you really think that the Surgeon General here in Florida is like, nah, I'm good, dude. I don't want to be the uh, Surgeon General for the United States. Maybe some might. Some might. But, but more often than not, no. They're going to be like, think, yeah, sure. You think Ashley Moody's like, yeah, no, I don't want to I can understand sure. somewhat, like, I don't want to leave the, the state that I ran. Sure. You know, in disrepair. Sure. So what you do is you stay behind. Uh, you, you, you. You prepare the next people. Yeah, you prepare the next people. You, the you help Moore them out that, yeah. when they take over. You yeah. know? I mean, if we just... But, if we, yeah, we, man, keep your A squad, man. Just put Grady Judd in charge. We'll be all right. <laughs> Let Grady Judd roll. Oh, man, Have crazy. you seen his pictures at his press conferences? Mm-hmm. This guy crossed the border to try to have sex with little kids. <laughs> now, you don't do that in Polk County or Florida. You're going to get arrested. This guy worked at Disney. Did the same thing. You don't come to Polk County and do that. You're going to get arrested. It was, dude, he, he busted a cop the other day. It was so funny. He busted a cop from, like, Georgia. Mm. He came down, like, looking for, you know, whatever. This guy came down here looking for prostitutes. Well, you don't do that in Polk County. He just kept saying that. And I was like, this is amazing. This is so good. And, and he gets guys in his own. He, he got uh, Polk County sheriffs in trouble, too. Like, he was like, he works in our deal. He don't work for us no more. You know, it's, it's like, praise God, we need more people like that. Yeah, we do. I mean, that's Wait. what the police force should be. Yes. You, know, I was having, you, you were talking about, uh, you know, having conversations with your daughters. And yeah. I was like, I was, I was having a conversation with my daughters about uh, how, you know, um, <laughs> they saw um, uh, a car pulled over with two yeah. cop cars behind yeah. them. And they're like, well, I must have done something bad. Or he's getting a shakedown. Could be either yeah. one. Uh, uh, I mean, we just told our daughters the other day, like, if a policeman comes up to you and says, hey, come ride with me in the car your mommy and daddy sent me for you, what do you do? And they're like, don't get in the car. But, boom. Yeah. They got, like... 100%. You know, no offense. I was like... And so I basically had to go into how, you know, uh, the speed limit is arbitrary and uh, tickets are just a way for the government to steal more of our money. You are so libertarian. It's unbelievable. You're like super sane libertarian, and I love it. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm I just can't, I can't see it any other way now. Yeah. Like, like, like they, they just it's devise, ski- like, the, 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 the school speed limits and things like that. Makes I sense. can understand that. Residential speed, speed limits. limits. Residential speed limits, even as a suggestion, I'm okay with. You know, I would, but here's the thing. Well, definitely fair, the highways. Well, yeah, the highway it's arbitrary. But what what I'm saying is like when you're talking about like, uh, you know, like little neighborhoods like mine, I don't want somebody whipping through a 65. Okay? No, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but I know what you mean. But that that can go under reckless endangerment. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. You know, the speed limit is just a way for them to steal your money. I mean, they just devise ways to steal our money. True. Over and over again. Well, they, they originally picked 55 because it was more fuel efficient to keep up. For, you, you know that, right? That's the original reason why 55 was the, the national speed limit for the interstates. It's to conserve fuel because they, uh, you know, at the time they were being told that uh, 
fuel will run out eventually in mm. 20 years and still hasn't which is crazy because we can't quantitate how much oh we're always we're always finding new spots it's well even the places we have they're not running out yeah they don't run out yeah. you know what i mean but anyways i digress it's almost like it might be a renewable resource it's weird man shields deep but anyways uh what did it just said it wrong. sorry i want to get my final thought are we ready yeah, for final yeah, thoughts yeah we're ready let's do it final thought um, so I'm preparing to do a sermon at church. Um, I'm doing this class with church that uh, um, basically um, just honing on preaching skills and so on and so forth. And um, you know, I, and I've preached a few times before, but it it, it is interesting. I love preaching now. Um, and first of all, I'm not worthy of preaching. I'm a scumbag. <laughs> I need Jesus. I sin every single day. I kick myself in the balls every day for the stupid stuff that I do. So, first and foremost, I want to say that. Secondly, I want to say this. Um, it, it has been very interesting, um, the deeper that I've gone into the Word of God, um, understanding why the world works the way it is. Because here's the thing. A lot of times when I was preaching before, I was preaching from the gospel, which is great. It's, the gospel is the gospel. Um, but the gospel makes a heck of a lot more sense with the uh, prologue, which is the Old Testament, and understanding what's actually happening and um, mm -hmm. diving deeper and not ignoring the supernatural because our faith is literally supernatural. Um, but my final thought is this. If you speak to a... Uh, a uh, if you speak to a Protestant Christian in 2022, and they're typically going to come from a Joel Osteen, seeker-sensitive, whatever church... Those guys will never be able to tell you what the gospel's for. They'll tell you that Jesus is here for your self-improvement and blah, 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 Okay. You go a little bit deeper into actual truth and you talk to some Baptists and some Presbyterians, um, you know, some, um, who else would I throw in there? Uh, smart Methodists. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the not gay Methodists. Um, and they'll actually be able to tell you, like, hey, listen, the reason why the world is the way it is is because of Genesis 3. Okay, cool. If you talk to a Jew and you ask a Jew why the world is messed up the way it is, they'll actually tell you it's because of Genesis 3, Genesis 6, and Genesis 11. And I was challenged with that thought like about three months ago, and I really didn't think about it more until I was actually going to preach on Genesis 3, which I'm going to be preaching on in a couple weeks at my church. And I was like, you know what? I need to talk about this more often because there's probably people in here that don't realize that. Like, we love Genesis 1. We love Genesis 2. We kind of skim through Genesis 3 and then we jump to Jesus. The Genesis is so rich, you have to go back and freaking read the book of Genesis and really understand why the world is messed up the way it is. Genesis 3 is absolutely true. The serpent, some people think it's Satan, Lucifer, whatever, but a fallen, very, very smart creature that wanted to be like God comes and tempts Eve and gets her to do the thing that um, she's not supposed to do, which is eat for the truth. She's been explicitly told not been to Been told do. not to do it. And been told what the consequences <laughs> would be if she did it. 100%, right? So she, he's tempted. He tempts the lust of her eyes of how good this fruit is and gets her to... Uh, to sin and Adam who's nowhere to be found because he's living the good life and uh, life's good he did his job he named the animals and he's in some hot spring somewhere you know sipping on my ties 
shows up and he's like, oh, what's up, hot chick? You know, because her, her breasticles are hanging out. She's looking good. And she just hands him food. And he's like, sounds good. Right? And he should have been there protecting her from the serpent because, you know, I, I don't want anybody looking at my naked wife, but that's another story for another time. But they didn't know they were naked at the time, so I'm just being ridiculous at this point, so I apologize. But that sin enters the world and creates death, okay? Creates death and destruction and, and literally separates us from God to the point where God has to bring a sacrifice, which is the name of Jesus, who is Jesus Christ himself. He has to come down himself, you know, Jesus' son, to save us from our sin. We all know that. But then we forget, like, there's multiple things that keep happening throughout time. Then in Genesis 6, we've got literal watcher angels that come down, see the chicks are hot, because they are very hot, and says, you know what, let's, let's make some babies with that. Literally creating abominations called the Nephilim, corrupting flesh, which is that goes so much more beyond what we think of how bad it can be. Um, also exchanging knowledge for the Exchanging women. knowledge, because all of a sudden they got technology that they probably shouldn't have had yet or whatever, and um, completely messes up the world to the point where God has to get rid of it. Because what we like to do with Noah's story is, well, people just got really bad. No, people were bad, yes, but people were also completely corrupted with... Something they're not supposed to have. All flesh had been corrupted. Yes. And Noah was perfect in his generations. Yep. In other words, pure human. Pure, right? So God had to take care of that, and he did. And what's interesting is Jesus addresses those douchebags when he died, and he goes down to Sheol to deal with those guys. But that's another conversation for another time. But let's get real at some point. That's right there in Peter 3. Right there in Peter. It's in the New Testament too. First Peter 3. Nah, man. We don't want to talk about that, dog. We just want to talk about Jesus. Oh, and the fruit of the Spirit. I'd like to read it. You know, but, uh, <laughs> but then, here's, here's what happens. Moses, <laughs> Moses or uh, Noah comes off the ark, and literally the game starts again with this guy named Nimrod, who in 11, who creates Babel and creates the Tower of Babel. Um, which is an absolute defiance of God. The very idea that God made a promise that he would not flood the world again. And these people said, you know what, screw this. We're going to build a tower up to God. Um, you know, I, I won't go on the, the Enoch trip, but I will just keep it from, from a biblical standpoint. That's such an abhorrent slap in God's face because what they were doing was saying, hey, listen, if God tries to flood this place again, we're just going to go up this tower and wait it out. And that's just a slap in God's faith that you're showing that you don't trust God by building this massive tower. That's why he confuses the language. We all speak different languages and have a hard time communicating because guess what? Man, a man who became a mighty man of renown, a Raphaim, related to the Nephilim guys, became who he was and corrupted a people group to stay in one place where God told them to spread out, be fruitful and multiply, and literally reject God, which is idolatry and, and essentially humanism, if you think about it, like elevating the human. So God had to separate us again and create nations, or we wouldn't have moved away from Babylon. So I say all that to say this. There's so much richness in the Word of God and so much more understanding that you can give to yourself and your kids so they understand what they're competing with or what they're going against in the world. And I encourage the Rube Nation, the Rube Empire, the Rube-Doob-Doob-Doobs out there to really look in the, your Bible 
understand why God did what he did and understand why the world is the way it is. It's more than just the serpent. It is some crazy stuff that we don't want to talk about because it doesn't fill up offering plates really well. So make sure that you're taking a look at that and understanding that and understanding why that's important. Because I'll give you an example. Jesus fixes Babylon with Pentecost. He literally brings a bunch of Jews. He gives them flaming tongues and literally reverses Babylon. The, 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 uh, or Babel, yeah. Babel. Yeah, he reverses Babel by literally giving Jews that have no business speaking in tongues, 70 of them, 70 different languages, to speak to the people that were there. Yeah. Which they is insane. spoke, and people from 70 different languages understood what they were saying. And they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have. But they did. And that was God literally, that's Jesus literally fixing, <laughs> fixing the serpent situation by crushing the head of the serpent dying and coming back to life, going down and talking to those bad boys that decided to come down and make some babies with women uh, in, in First Peter. Retreating the keys to death in Hades. Yep. And then finally saying, hey, listen, all, all, all authority is given to me. I run this place now. It's all mine. It's all mine. And fixes battle. Guys, we just need to understand richly what Jesus Christ came to do. He just, he wasn't some like... I don't even know. It's like um, we, we think that Jesus just was like, oh, I'm just going to ping pong around here and hang out for 33 years. No, man. He, he was on a mission. Yeah, and every place that he went had significance beyond just the person he was meeting and talking yes. to. There was deeper Old Testament significance. To all everything. To everything. So I say I'll let to say this. Put your faith and trust in Jesus. He has a plan. A lot of us hate to admit that, but he has a plan. He always had a plan. Follow him. <laughs> Follow Jesus. I can't tell you that enough. Make sure you're doing that. That's my final thought, King Splin. <laughs> final thought, bro. Yeah. I wanted to... Uh, well, I'll talk to you about it later. We don't, we don't want to blow Yeah, well, up. yeah, we don't. It, it'll just take another <laughs> half an hour. That's another rabbit hole. We can yeah, save yeah, for the next yeah. show. Okay. My final thought is... Um, is back to the Fetterman... Mehmet Oz. Good night, guys. Debate. Good night. Hi, good night, everyone. Um, Sorry. <coughs> so we all we all understand that it was we what we were watching was um, the abuse of a victim of strokes by his wife and his and his campaign staff and the Democratic Party by putting him up on stage. And, and, you know, pretending that he could govern function in that environment, you know, which is an environment that he would have to do, be in regularly yep. as a senator. What, and so that definitely pisses me off because it's, it's just gross and it was wrong and it shouldn't have happened. But they're already doing that with Biden, but that's other stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just Biden 2.0. Yep. Build back better, you know? Um, Get your puppets in place. Yeah. Sorry. But uh, what really, really pisses me off is the people who come against anybody who criticizes that with remarks like, oh, it's so ableist. You're so ableist. Anybody who is defending this garbage... And calling critics of what's happening, ableists are human pieces of 
trash. Absolute garbage people. You are and you are and you're you're enablists. Because you're enabling the abuse of this man for your for for your progressive power wet dreams. And you disgust me. It's 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 I mean it's on the same level as the campaign staff and the wife and the party. What they're doing, they're doing it for power. Yep. They want it's it's actually probably to their benefit to just have a vote, rather than a person who might think for themselves and be able to convince others to do the same. You know, I mean, not that he can't think. He he can think. He just can't communicate. You know. Um, it's harder for him to take in the information too, but he can think. So uh, again, you know, we're not criticizing the guy, though he has his own problems because his views are garbage. But uh, and he's a liar. But it's yeah, yeah. Him. And he lived with his parents for forty-five years and had a fifty thousand uh, dollar, you know, uh, allowance, allowance from them, which is just. And he's supposed to be a senator. Oh, come on. But he's a Bernie bro, so you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But. Um, there's something about the armchair, you know, uh, internet troll calling out ableism like this. It's, it's, that's, that's even more disgusting. I would ask a very, very simple question. Uh, do you want your Uber driver to be quadriplegic? No. No, but ask them that. Yeah. Would you want your Uber driver to be quadriplegic? I want yes or my, no? Do you want your surgeon to have to do surgery with his mouth? Yep. Do you, it, 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 and I'm not again. This is it is what it is. Do no. You want, do are you, you ableist? But you, but 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 do you want a, a poor kid with Down syndrome to you know remove your cancer for your body? Do you want that? Do you want like just being straight up? Do you want somebody who's mute to teach your daughter how to sing? Straight up. This is this is back to the reality. It's reality. Ableism. It, and to your point, you said this before the show. Yeah. It doesn't take away the value of a human person. No. Okay. All of those people that we mentioned have value. That Amen. is, that is, they have the Omago Day. Yep. The image of God. Yep. That is fundamental Christianity right yep. there. Okay. We value the lives of all people. I mean, even so much so that our Lord and Savior instructs us to love our enemies and to pray for those who persecute you. Yep. Okay? So, get off our back with the ableist crap. We're but, talking about reality. Well, here's the thing. It's, it's the same people that are pissed off that pedophiles can't teach school. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's the same people that are pissed off that's, um, oh my gosh, that's, um, we are not for drag queen story hour and drag queen whatever bullcrap. Mm -hmm. The thing is this, at the end of the day, it's reality. You know, yeah. it's, a th it's a theme of the show today, right? Yeah. It's, it's reality, you know, and, and I think that what happens, especially these slappy trolls, 
is when presented with reality, they always fall. You know, I used to get it, into it on, uh, uh, on um, TikTok with unconsciously. You remember that slap, that oh, slap yeah, day, yeah, yeah. right? His whole message was, I'm oppressed and it's the white man's fault. And I would ask him a simple question every time I'd run into him. How did the white man oppress you today? How did the white man stop you today? And what's interesting is he could never give me an answer. And it's the same thing that you've got to do with the ableist jabronis. It's like, listen, would you let a quadriplegic drive your car for you? Do you want a quadriplegic taxi driver? Well, I mean, the technology. No, 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 no. Standard car. Standard situation. Do you want a quadriplegic driving your car? If you want to give him special stuff, that's the ableist, isn't it? Yeah. But he can do whatever you whatever you can do. No, he can't. No. It's the same people that are like, oh, well, 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 men can have babies. No, they can't. Show me some ovaries. Yeah. And I'll show you where a baby can be made. I'm so sorry. I mean, it just it is what it is. Well, well, well uh, uh, gay people can be parents. Cool. You know, how, how, how's that work? How do well, two, uh, two uh, penises uh, make lay, a baby? Well, and... and uh, I'm just I'm curious. Well, and beyond that, for the ones that have, you know, acquired kids... <laughs> Through whatever it means. Dave Rubin. Um, Late onset adult depression hmm. is a is common amongst the adult children of homosexual couples. That's strange. <laughs> What's well, like it's similar to single parenthood. Sorry, God made it man and woman for a reason. You need mommy and daddy. Sorry. Just it's reality. And anybody that comes from a single parent home will tell you the same thing. They'd much prefer having mom and dad together. Just would. Mm-hmm. That's how it is, man. Um, it's uh, it's 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 interesting, but it again, you can't. And that's the problem with the left. The left pretends that you can pretend your way into reality. You can't pretend. You control your reality. <laughs> not reality is what it is, and you have to deal with it. There's a natural law by God, mm-hmm. and the reality is, they don't want reality because if there is reality, then that means somebody's in control of it, and it sure as heck isn't them. That's why our founding documents refer to the laws of nature and nature's God. What? <gasps> and nature's God? Yeah. What? Yeah. Crazy. It's like he's in control. Hmm. <laughs> and we used to recognize that. Well, I still do. This king over here does. And I know you and do right too. The Rube Empire does. You better believe it. On that note. Come home, baby. You've been watching the King's Planning Podcast, home of the Rube Empire, where the people are free. For now, unless he does something. <laughs> and the taxes are voluntary. <laughs> always. Unless you're dusty. Dusty. There's my dusty for the show. Yes. And we dusty. serve, the two kings serve, freshly roasted liberal logic. Every week right here on twitch.tv slash Podcast. Anywhere you can get a podcast, which is the best way to... Listen, and uh, Twitter, Truth Social, and uh, soon to be Rumble again, and only Rumble. Yeah. Because uh, piss off YouTube. Yeah, YouTube can cram it with walnuts. Yes. All right. Well, peace out. God bless. We'll see you next week. Good morning, guys. <laughs>